Hey, 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 Tanya? Yes, Christopher? Tanya, it's that time of the week again. You know that, right? For me to go back to bed? Oh, God. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's oh, an I'm so tired. Great idea. Yeah. It, this has just been kind of that disappointing kind of week. Am I right? Uh, you know, it's been really, really hot. It's been muggy. It's been humid. And now today it looks like it's Rain. raining, I think, where you are, but it's doing nothing here. Right. So, yeah. so we should probably just keep the theme going and talking about disappointing things. Oh, I know mother like, nature like, is, does not like you. Well, well, there's that, but then I'm also thinking like movies that didn't quite cut it or books that were turned into movies that didn't quite cut it or video or games that, that turned game. into them. Yes. Yeah. Stuff like that. So that sounds like a good podcast topic, doesn't it? Absolutely. Well then how about we say next on monkey business? Things that disappoint us. Including like this Dan's intro. Like Dan's <laughs> intro. Including <laughs> <laughs> Dan's intro. From Rochester, New York, the home of well, there are there are many things here in Rochester that are cool, but I just really can't think about what they are right now. And I might just edit this out later. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, yeah, uh, maybe. But this is FC3 Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky. Starring Chris, Tanya, Billy, and I guess me too. Yep. And here's Chris, you big jerk for making me do this. <laughs> Billy, I have this moment where I'm seeing that that movie where Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez played the played the garbage men together. The, oh God, uh, Men at Work, I think. Yes. 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 And and they the one guy was yelling at him, and the two of them turned to each other like golf clap, golf clap. <laughs> there you go. So nicely done, yeah. Dan. Way to hang in there. Way to <laughs> hang in there. Not for happy it. with you this morning. Team player. Oh, you know, I tell you what. It's 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 that kind of week that Dan can get in line with all the people who are not happy with me at the moment. <laughs> yeah, there's another one right there. <laughs> I could well, tell. This is 2020. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm seriously thinking this this year is just throwing a tantrum because Barbara Walters didn't go to the ball drop and say this is 2020 this is so the, the year is like you missed this opportunity you've had years to get ready for it and you blew it now we're gonna just yeah. you know that's the kind of thing although I, I can't i can't complain too loudly i've had a couple of good things happen this week which which worked out really well mm-hmm. um my, my demon car from fleet street has been replaced finally <laughs> The, uh, the the Murano Shadow Fax 1, as we are now calling it, has been replaced by Shadow Fax 2. I have another white SUV now. Yay! Yay. <laughs> but I gotta—I was telling you guys before we started recording, and I have to share this with the, our general public. For the past three weeks, the service engine Soonlight in the Murano has been on, right? So it's just like, oh my God, just the one more thing. I fix one thing, boom. I, I soaked $1,000 into it a month ago just to get it running. So that the service engine soon like could pop up and be like, holy cow, here we go again. And this week it was especially bad because there were times where I would turn the car on and you could hear there was something going on with the engine and the service engine soon late would start blinking, which is like critical fault, critical fault. So you're screwed. <laughs> so I'd shut the car down, start praying because I'm out in the middle of nowhere. East, you know, West Jesus of, uh, of one, four, six, Oh six. And, um, turn the car back on and it would be running better and the service engine soon light would still be on but steady right and then then the airbag warning light would start going off this week and and the tire pressure light's always been on so 
by the grace of God go I. You know, my, my mom, she does these things where she, she basically tells me, she goes, you're not going to get as much of an inheritance, but I'm going to do this thing for you. And I'm blessed. I, I will never be able to thank her enough for the things she's done for me over the, the past almost 50 years now. <laughs> 50 you know? in two weeks. <laughs> what the hell? I'm old. Anyway, um, so she volunteers. She's going to step up. She's going to help me get the next vehicle. Okay, cool. And uh, we did some shopping. And, and yesterday was the day we went out to uh, a place to, uh, to pick it up. Now we're cruising down the 490. My mom's with me. Ian is with me because I'm that I haven't seen him in a while. He came to spend some time with me. That's awesome. And uh, as we're driving along, all of a sudden, I look down at the dashboard, and the service engine soon light is off. And I'm like, "Really? Really? <laughs> I know." Now I'm I'm laughing about this and explaining it to my mom and my son why I'm laughing, and they start laughing, and we're all like, you know, finding the irony in it. And then the sensor light goes off, and the airboard the uh, the airbag warning light blinks out. And I'm like, okay, one of two things is about to happen to me right now. This car is about to completely fall apart while I'm driving at 65 miles an hour, or it's going, no, don't trade me in. No, I'll be a good boy. I promise I'll be a good boy. You know? And, and then, and then as we're pulling in, as we're pulling into the, uh, the dealership parking lot, I'm like, we made it. We made it. We made it. I'm almost in the back of my head. I'm almost having this vision of the blues mobile at the end of the blues brothers movie where it comes to a stop. They get out, they look back at it and it just falls apart to the ground. <laughs> but I'm happy to say, no, none of that happened. And and we arrived safely. And now I have a, a newer, a new to me vehicle. That's uh that's a, a hell of a lot better. <laughs> yeah. But it uh. looks weird. It looks, it, it looks weird. Cause I'm, it's, it's a little bit shorter than the than the Murano was, but it's a little taller. It's more squared off, so it doesn't look as like it. it look, the Murano's always looked to me like somebody sat on it and squashed it down a little bit. So it's more like <laughs> it's like an oval cross section. This one's kind of a more proper SUV squared off thing, and uh, and it doesn't have the the zombie you know emergency zombie response team badge on the back because I have to go to AutoZone and get a new one of those. I was wondering about that. Yeah, yeah, and I'm looking for stuff there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got it. You know, it's the important things. Yeah. So. Anyway, so that that happened, and uh, I can't remember if there was another story I wanted to share or not. But how are you guys doing? Let's let's switch gears and say, Hey, Tanya, how are not, you? Not too bad. Congratulations on finally making it to vacation. Yes, oh, and it, it's it, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, speechless. Nearly concise thoughts. I love it. No, don't uh, everybody talk at once. No, I'm, I thought I'm sorry. I lost I'm all getting, you guys. I'm getting a message from John P. going, "When is the Zoom meeting for book club?" So, um, ah, I think it's not this week. It's next week, right? Yeah, it was the last Wednesday, wasn't it? Yeah, it's the 26th. Um, yeah, I'm on vacation, and like yesterday, um, Saturday, Sean and I, um went back out to Ann's house to continue uh, working on the next part of the chicken coop. It's like a multi-day um, project because it's just so warm out there. And Sean's yeah. um, complaining up a storm because it's the plans he's using were like 85 pages printed off of the Home Depot website. Um, and he's like, no offense to you, Chris, but it was written by an English major. <laughs> he go and he, that's what he, he, he and Sean will look at me. He goes, no offense to you either, 
But this was written by an English major. He's like, give me dimensions. Give me um, numbers. Give me this. Don't give me the freaking words type thing. Um, so he's been doing a lot of adjusting of um, numbers and dimensions based on the lumber that's out there and things like that. And so um, I've, I've been learning how to use a, a chop saw. Um, I will not touch the circular saw. Um, no. No, but I but he made me use the chop saw. He's made me. He's like, come on, use the nail gun. I'm like, no. I'm like, no. So, oh, come on, you gotta use the nail gun. Come on. Oh, so it's like, <laughs> come on, you need a new nickname like One Eyed Tanya. Pardon me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> One Eyed Tanya. Hold on. Uh huh. Mom, uh-huh. you're on the pod. You're on the podcast. Are you being invaded again? Okay, good. Hi, mom. <laughs> hi. Everyone says hi. Hi, everybody. Hi, Tanya's mom. I'll text you. Okay. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I guess my mom's texting me now. Okay. Um, did you like my Avengers ringtone? Could you guys hear it? Yes. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it's coming along. So, Anne with Anne's um, loving life that um, her chickens are going to have a new house to live in and it won't be too soon because anytime Athena's out at the farm she chases and does circles around the tiny chicken coop yeah and they're kind of getting twitter pated over that aren't yes, they yes and um she's almost she's almost through the chicken wire on the one door because she puts her paws up there trying to get at the chickens mm-hmm. um and Anne said it was Chick-fil-A that pecking at Athena's nose. Now, the fact that Anne has a chicken named Chick-fil-A is amusing to me to no end. I oh, there's Kelly, there's Sawyer, there's Chick-fil-A. Uh-huh. I don't know what else out there. Now, now let me ask like this. They're, they're cows. There was Ben and Jerry. Right. Because why not? <laughs> and let, me, was... let me ask this question, though. In, in your opinion, if Athena managed to get, her, get at the chickens... I do don't know if she'd she... know what to do. Yeah, that was going to say, do you think she would hurt them or... She wants to play. Because I know she, yeah, I know she's a little playful little thing, but I, I didn't know she would like see toys or food. Because it, she, she is a pit bull. Toys. So. I, th- I think she, right now she sees toys. Okay. Um, oh, the little snot yesterday mm-hmm. went um uh, to get um she was off her leash. Because we were like kind of chilling out underneath the tree, mm-hmm. um, and then all of a sudden, Sean's like, "Just the dog, dog, just the dog." As Athena takes off across the front yard, as she sees somebody taking a walk down oh Anne's boy. road, so <laughs> Jess ran out. I ran out, and the woman who was on the phone with somebody just stood still, mm-hmm. and and Athena didn't jump on her, but she kind of like got close, and she was like trying to figure out what it was and sean's like it's okay she just wants to check you out and whatever so jess is trying to get to athena and athena's running around like racing away it was like the perfect like cat and mouse type thing where you're trying to catch the dog and the dog jig jags and whatever mm-hmm. so we finally get the dog back and i got her by her harness and i'm carrying her back at to the um table where we're all sitting and i go on jess holder I went to Sean's car to get her leash to put her leash back on to teach her going, if you're going to run out towards the road, you have to be leashed again. Right. So 
she was laying next to me. dog understands that sort of thing. Yeah. And, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, and, and she did. She laid down next to me and things like that. All of a sudden, um, Anne's like, Tanya, the dog. I'm like, what? She is like maybe a, a quarter of an inch left of her leash that she chewed through. Oh, in, wow. in a matter of like two minutes. Jesus, she's brutal. So, so I looked at Sean. I'm like, sorry. He goes, they're under warranty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Juno, those those lupine leashes and the, the lupine uh, stuff, uh, the brand. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for on a Sunday morning at way too early o'clock. Um, the lupine brand of dog leashes and harnesses and stuff. They're fantastic. They've got a lifetime warranty on all of them. They're good for one replacement, right? So if they chew through the second one, they're not gonna like, you know, come on, you gotta buy a third, right? So, <laughs> so they're not they're not gonna give away the store, but they're very understanding of the fact that you know you have to be you have to train the dog, and the dog's gonna sometimes get the better of you, and you know they'll they'll work with you on that. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, but it it was a, a nice start to my vacation. But can I tell you, my feet are killing me for being on them from 8.30 yesterday morning until, like, 3. Well, your feet are normally, you have some issues with them, with them being so tight and and sore. it wouldn't have been so bad had I not been standing on the concrete of Anne's garage. If I had just been, like, out in the grass the whole time, that wouldn't have been too bad. But I think it was, some of it was just standing on the concrete, so. Gotcha. But, um. No, my mom sent me a text saying that uh, they were stopping at Walmart to get the um, special oil for the saw. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, but it's raining at Chris's house. Did Dad still want to try to work on the tree? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to leave that up to my father. To if he thinks he's up for it, then, hey, they'll be here probably around the same time we're done with podcasting. So that'll work out for me. Well, they'll be here <laughs> to get me first. Well, that's there's that. Okay. There's that. But, but no, cool. I'm, and so I'm happy to be on vacation. Uh, I've got a lot of Runaways comics to, to snuggle in and read. Um, nice. I've got a lot of... Uh, You're actually going to read have, comics? I, yep. I, I have a whole bag full of the Runaways series. That wasn't that, my question. You're going to read them? Yes. Good. I have every intention to read them. When? Okay. I don't she, know. Well, you're on vacation. the intention of reading them. So. I do have intention of reading them. Um, <laughs> And in addition to doing projects at Ann's house and Chris's house and maybe anything at Sean's house, I'm, I probably should do some projects around here, too. Everybody probably should. Probably, let's go ahead and say we're going to do projects. Tanya can help us. And then so her entire week of vacation will basically be doing projects at other people's I'm house. just not available on the 26th. Why? Between, what's going on the 26th? I have a dentist appointment in the morning, and Riker has um, orientation for junior high. Gosh. Mm. So... Billy, Billy. Yes, Chris. How are you, Billy? I'm good. Happy uh, birthday, Billy. Thank you, sir. It was yesterday as we record this, a few mm-hmm. days ago as you're listening to this. And it, it was uneventful, um, except for I got to see some of my family for the first time in a long time. That's awesome. My sister and her family visited pictures. and brought me presents, and we chatted and had a socially distanced chatted and had a good time seeing them. And... Susan made me food that I liked, and I got some oh, presents, oh. and mm-hmm. and I ate too many Fritos and made myself sick. <laughs> but other than so that, that answers the question. Apparently, there is too many Fritos. There is a Maybe. big bag is too many. Oh. Um, <laughs> but it, just been watching a lot of TV, and right mm-hmm. now Susan's continuing to watch a show I tapped out of after season three. 
mm-hmm. just got tired of Downton Abbey. I don't know if you guys ever watched it. I have not I seen it. Watched I, I, like maybe ten minutes of one episode. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it for a while, and then it got too depressing and just turned into a a British soap opera where the characters are fun. I mean, there's some characters I liked, and mm-hmm. but I I sort of. And as I I even looked at it this morning while Susan was continuing on to season four, and I understand the enjoyment, and I could get sucked back in, but it just wasn't drawing me anymore. So gotcha, uh, Lucifer. I really liked. I love yeah. Lucifer. I we just I started watching season. Lucifer a few a uh, few days ago, and I really am enjoying it. Yeah, very good show. That, that, have, season five's coming up soon, I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or the part, part part one of season five, they're calling it. I think but, I have to restart it. I, I think I'm going to have to also restart to just because I can't ever remember where I was. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Netflix wise. tell you? Well, Netflix will tell you structurally where you are in terms of the actual which episode and whatnot. But you cannot if you've been away from a show for a while. Like like I said, I've only watched the first season. I probably would want to watch the first season again just to remember what the hell was going on yeah. in terms mm-hmm. of you know, the actual, you know, the storyline itself. Um, so I, I've been watching TV and reading and doing the things I do, you know, so uneventful, but, you know, waiting for society to return, which, you know, I'll check my mail to see if, if anyone sent me anything. To, oh, I yeah, that could be iffy too with mm-hmm. the post office situation. Right. Just, just trying to, Stay normal in a world that's not so normal. <laughs> I guess is uh, is what I'm trying to do. That's that's actually a really good observation. I like that phrase. Stay normal in a world that's not so normal. Mm-hmm. That's you know, that's we can live that one. So I got to ask: since you just had yes. your birthday. How's it feel? How's it feel to finally be 21? Oh, it's a since I don't drink, I don't I don't know you, what you to do with myself. Difference. Yeah. <laughs> But you're only a couple more years away from your car insurance taking it. Oh, wait, you don't drive either. Wait, yeah. okay. It's so, <laughs> very anticlimactic. The 20s yeah. are just going to be anticlimactic for you. I'm sorry to exactly. tell you this ahead of time. But just yeah. wait until he hits his like late 50s or like like that 55 age because then AARP kicks in. Oh, <laughs> I've gotten the mail. Yes. <laughs> See, here's the damn thing about it is I'm starting to get it, and I'm still in my 40s, goddammit. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Yeah, I've been getting the mail. <laughs> So, I'm like, just let's wait, whatever. And then he can get a senior uh, citizen discount on like coffee or eventually, I think, um, going to the movies whenever yeah. those app open back up. Yeah. Um, Actually, the, the funny thing is you mentioned the discounts. I got it. it had to be last fall because it, I, I stopped it. I was out for a walk. I was going to stop it. Rhino's Comics and pick up some stuff and mm-hmm. you know there's that Dairy Queen right across the street there mm-hmm. so I stopped yeah, in there was exactly a, where you are. it was a Saturday morning and I stopped in to get a bottle of water because I was hot and it was free because they assumed I was a senior citizen oh, <laughs> and I didn't correct them because I didn't mind free water there you go <laughs> that's funny that's amazing uh, Daniel's Hunt Christopher, aside from being uh, begrudgingly doing the opening today, how are you? I'm doing okay. Just uh, working like usual. Uh huh. Now, have you gone to your office at all in the recent months, or has it just been entirely from? No, the, the office has been locked. We're not allowed to go in at all. Wow. Uh, so I haven't been there since, since in five months. 
Mark. Neither is anybody else in my my group there. So I wonder. I can't imagine like the dust that's everywhere. Uh, well, can just... you imagine the, the the spider webs that have been uh, crafted yeah. and created? It's it's uh, going to kind of look like all those pictures of Australia that Sean sends me. Well, or just I, like, or, or like those pictures of abandoned places, kind of yeah. walking. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> it's the impression that that office buildings they had to at least have their janitorial staff working to yeah, continually well, clean and. Well, I, I don't know about yeah. I mean, there there's some it, some of the buildings. There's a you know the people have to be there for supporting the you know the the buildings. But right. I, I think for the most part, I mean, there's they're not there's not people normally working there besides the the small number of who are whatever they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if, I don't know if there's cleaning and stuff. But mm-hmm. but yeah, um, yeah. I haven't seen the office. I don't I don't I don't know how my desk is going to look or whatever or, or when when or if we're going back because I don't think we're going back this calendar year at all. So Jeez. twelve feet of dust. Yeah. He's so. going to no, know what he's going to have. He's going to have almost like four reams worth of paper from like cl- clerical support staffers and secretaries basically putting documents he had to sign on his desk. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to sign anything, so it's okay. I'm well, not that, that important. Okay, so that was only me then. All right, gotcha. I'm, I'm, worried about, I'm worried about my, my Legos being too dir- dir- dirty and everything. I mean, I got like lots, tons of Legos at my desk, so you know, I, I kind of <laughs> oh. miss those. I didn't bring all of them home. I just brought a couple of sets home. So I got like oh, you know, my doctor, my Doctor Who Legos, my my DeLorean, my Ghostbusters uh-huh. Lego sets are all on my desk. So if anybody hears this, then don't come to my office and get my like, steal my Legos, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send you guys a picture of my desk where I'm sitting right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, the set that's currently sitting on my desk. Well, somebody bought me the International Space Station set for my an early birthday present, and it's still in its box, sitting in my room at the moment. But uh, this week, it's it's going to uh, it's going to show it. It's going to get its time in the sun. Let's see. We got this picture. Uh, yeah. Look at that. We got the 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 Chinook helicopter. We got uh, Black Widow and a friend on a on a motorcycle. <laughs> That's very nice. And I, I didn't have... even have a chance to put it together. Your son put the the helicopter together for you, didn't he? Yes, he did his dun- he did his uh, Minecraft Dungeons one. The little Minecraft mini set, and then my Black Widow helicopter set. Um, <laughs> like, what was it last Sunday? Last Saturday? Mm-hmm. No one oh. touches my Legos. <laughs> okay, Chris. My dad said, "Get her done." Okay, so I'll see you guys what around noon. Yep. Beautiful. I'm in. I'll make sure the boy's ready. Okay, I'm. Yeah, I just so. with with the rain and it's it's let up a little bit. I don't. It's like maybe like a little light sprinkle here at the moment. Mm-hmm. But I, with the grass being wet, I just didn't want to risk getting anybody hurt with a couple of chainsaws running. Right. Yeah. So are, are you kidding me? My my dad is is a mountain man. He'll, he'll, <laughs> that that's that, that's the he, he grew up in in the back hills of Honeyway and Honeyway Falls and then Honeyway again and. Yeah. So yeah. rain shine, he doesn't stop. Okay. Exactly. No, it, right. it's truly <laughs> that is. So well, uh, once we're done recording, I gotta run to Home Depot and get up, get some two cycle, uh, two cycle motor uh, chainsaw oil, right? Because I, I don't have any gas for it at the moment for the one that I have. Okay. So we're gonna have to make sure that we're done by like eleven. Yeah, give or take. So that means we should, we should probably take so, a break. Yeah, it's a good time for a break right now. It sounds like a good time for a break, doesn't it? And when we come back, we're going to start talking about things that just didn't quite hit the mark we wanted them to.
And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, because why not? It's good. All right. So friends and family, um, Billy came up with this great idea, and so we're going to run with it. Things that didn't quite hit the mark, stuff that was a little disappointing, um, like a video game adaptation of something or a book ad adapted into a video game or a video game adapted into a movie you know, or, or a book adapted into a movie. lots of people. I think lots of our ideas are probably going to be books that were adapted into movies where we loved the books, but then the movie was like, wait, what, 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 why are you doing this? What's going stop, you know, stuff like that. Um, we could probably make an entire podcast series if we got the right Potterhead and mm -hmm. have them talk about yeah. all seven books and how they were adapted into movies. And well, this was not right about the first one. This was not right about the second. There's going to be like a seven episode series just probably. on Harry Potter books and what they missed. Uh, although the movies were quite fun. I always enjoyed them. I, they, they, I like they the did, books well, and the movies. Overall, they did pretty well. I mean, if I just yeah. watched the, the third movie again and there, and there are some glaring major problems with it that I, now that I really watch it again and it's like, because mm -hmm. uh, you just sort of skip around, they change things around. I think that's one of the worst done movies, I think, of, okay. the, of the whole Potter series. But now, which one was that again? I'm sorry. The, the third one. The third Prisoner, one. The Prisoner of Azkaban. Gotcha. But, um, but yeah, there's a, uh, Anyways, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointments. Exactly. I, 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 yeah. And then we would just have, dis like, this is disappointments that they didn't necessarily um, uh, run with whatever in a movie or a TV series or whatever. Then we could have a whole nother podcast episode about just disappointing things that happened. Hmm. Okay. Star Wars episode one was a disappointment, you know. The what? Star Wars Episode One was a disappointment. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So you minutes, can fast yeah. fast forward through everything and watch the movie in about fifteen minutes. Yeah, twenty twenty's been a disappointment, but we've mentioned that. Yes, no kidding. <laughs> I think we've covered that one. Yeah, quite often. Yes, continuous coverage of twenty twenty. Several references to it. Um, <laughs> like, let me go ahead and just we'll, we'll, let me start the ball rolling. And is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. I, I grew up with that book. I've read that book several times. As a matter of fact, since we brought it up in a podcast a couple of weeks ago, and I have my my battered old copy here on my desk, I have been I've been reading a book, guys. I haven't had it much time, but I've been starting to, and it's great to start on kind of familiar ground. And and so when the movie came out with Martin Freeman uh, a few years ago, oh. I was so excited. Alan Rickman doing the voice of Marvin the the paranoid android. I'm mm -hmm. like, gonna be great. And you know Sam Rockwell as Zaphod, and most Def as a as a Ford Prefect, and and Zoe Deschanel was was uh, Trillion. I'm thinking, oh my God, this is a great cast. These are all great actors. They're gonna. This is gonna be wonderful. I'm gonna laugh my ass off. And right off the bat, I'm like, what? Huh? What is going what? on yeah. here? And I was so sad about that did, movie. Did they read the books before they did the movie? Yeah, yeah. and people were like, oh, no, this is the version that Douglas Adams wrote. He's been dead for like almost twenty years. When did he write this crap? <laughs> you know, it's like I, I was I was very disappointed. If you yeah, yeah it was it was it was, was like, tough. Oh. It was they so tough. They threw like all the books like into one movie kind of thing. They did, mm -hmm. you know, they uh, uh, yeah. The thing is, I so. I I just reread the book uh, what six months ago, whenever it was. So mm -hmm. Susan and I we watched we rewatched the TV show from. Okay. If you remember, it was six episodes. And then yeah. we borrowed the movie from the library back when libraries were open. Uh -huh. And I I went to go see it at the theater. 
and I fell asleep <laughs> during <laughs> that, so I didn't remember it. And mm-hmm. when I watched it this time, it was you're right? It's very. It's not the book. It's not no, even no. the TV show or the it's records not- or you know the radio show. No. Or and and I'm not gonna. F- I'm not going to fault the acting because the acting was fantastic. I yeah. mean, these, these, these actors are really good, especially at being funny. And, and while, you know, okay, uh, Ford Prefect has always talked about being pale-faced and thin-faced and whatnot, so he's obviously a white British guy mm-hmm. in the books. And so here's Most Deaf, an African-American rapper. But I love Most Deaf as an actor. Mm-hmm. I've seen him in several – like The Italian Job. He was fantastic in that movie. Just so funny in that movie. Just it's got that dry, subtle sense of humor. So he played the part really, really well. But the writing and the structure of the story and the way the the editing choices that the director made, I'm like, what is going on here? Now, if you could forget the books, would the movie have been okay? No, I don't <laughs> I th- think no, so. I, I, I mean, here's so. I think ahead, that's a point. I, I do think it, that's a point because you wouldn't have a uh, anything have a to measure it to against. For. Yeah, right. Because there's because there's a lot of ones that you know, if I could if I could possibly forget the book mm-hmm. and then watch the movie, I would probably enjoy the movie. But if the movie is so far changed from the books, you you can't help but do the comparison. And I'm like, what? Where am I? And so it's like mm-hmm. I, I tried to. I, and I I did watch it, you know, again, and I tried to forget the books, and it was okay, but compared to the books, it was horrible. Right. Well, I mean, for me, it's... I think you know, if I try to check my, if I try to separate myself from book to movie, and I say, okay, I never read the books, let me just watch this movie. The movie, um, it just didn't feel cohesive to me. It mm-hmm. was just kind of like meandering along, and I get that that is kind of the premise of of Hitchhikers itself. It, it goes from point A to point B by way of point Q, Z, R, S. You know, there's lots of these little, little tangents throughout the way, but there was a, there's almost a subtle reason for everything mm-hmm. in it. There's a little satire in every little tangent. Every uh, There was social commentary mm-hmm. somewhere along the line, and there was some sort of like political observation involved. And this just, the movie just didn't have it. And I was very sad about yeah. that. So that's that's yeah. when I ever think of disappointing movies, it's the first thing I'm going to think of is that one. Yeah. I would now, not disagree. One of mine, we, we've talked about the Superman v. Batman and uh, mm-hmm. Man of Steel to to no end. So right. I'll, I'll, I'll skip those because we know how those didn't quite come out. But the Superman movie... From a few years before that, Superman Returns with Brandon ben, Ralph. Brandon Ralph. Which, you know, it, Man of Steel oh, had way too much action, mm-hmm. and Superman Returns had almost none. Despite Kevin Spacey you know, being a really good Lex Luthor, and, but it, it was boring. Superman movies shouldn't be boring. Right. Well, there was also that incredibly creepy factor where he's like almost like stalking Lois Lane throughout the movie. It was like, um, dude, (laughs) blue boy scout, blue Mm -hmm. boy scout. What's going on here? (laughs) Yeah. So that, that was one of mine. And, and just another disappointment of mine, as long as I'm talking, (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. in a completely different medium, uh, because I'm a music guy. Right. Bruce Springsteen's Tunnel of Love album. When it first okay. came out, it was the follow-up 
to Born in the USA, which was a huge hit. And then there was the live box set, which was a culmination of 10 years of live performances. And then Bruce comes out with a very sort of subtle, uh, slowly paced album of like songs of self-reflection and he was going through a bad marriage and there was it was now the album i think is great but when it first came out Mm -hmm. i i didn't listen to it again for years Hmm. afterwards and i'm a huge springsteen fan so i now i love it but and maybe because i've grown up some as bruce did over the course of those years Gotcha. But when it first came out and there wasn't like a big rousing rock and roll song with a huge sax solo and no mm. fun songs on it. You're like, wait, what's going on here, Brucey? Exactly. Okay. You know, and that definitely fits the conversation. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with those, those as two of my disappointments. But here's the thing is, let me just see if I can bring this all around. You have learned to appreciate that music a little bit better now, though. Yes, Tunnel of Love. I've, I still I love Tunnel of Love. Since then, he's also recorded a couple like just acoustic. Uh, the Ghost of Tom Joad. I still haven't listened to all the way through. Mm-hmm. So, but that one I didn't know what to expect. Well, okay. I guess I. But yeah, I, I I I love the Tunnel of Love album now for sure. But when it first came out in eighty seven or eighty eight, I was not happy with it and it made me sad so now daniel son i'm going to come to you but before i do i want to ask the the esoteric rhetorical rhetorical question what director in the history of hollywood is the absolute worst at adapting video games to movies and why is it yui bowl (laughs) (laughs) moving on daniel what's your what's your contribution to the (laughs) wow okay yeah well this is gonna might be a little controversial i'm gonna say the Hobbit. You know what? I'm actually on board with that because they, he, you know, yeah. Lord of the Rings was a trilogy of books with three long movies, which plenty of material. The Hobbit was one short book made into three huge movies. Right, <laughs> and you know, and I get that they they took they took a lot of material from the quote unquote appendices and extra mm-hmm. thoughts of of Tolkien himself. Okay. But couldn't have those been just kind of standalone movies on their own? You know, if The Hobbit took off, you know, and and, and did really, really well, then a couple of years down the road, oh, we're going to do this. Uh, this is what happened after The Hobbit. This is based on the appendices and the works of Tolkien, you yeah. know, or you could do a whole freaking DVD series and it would go gonzo, right? But yeah, I, I'm with you um, because it started off so wonderfully. Mm-hmm. The Hobbit, the visuals—they had, the, you know, because Peter Jackson knows what he's doing when it comes to Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I, I mean, the work itself—I mean, it was, you know, beautifully done story, and it, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, the act, the actors, and everything. But it was just, where did all this come from? Yeah, and and Martin Freeman is is Bilbo Baggins, and I hate to keep Mark bringing up Martin Freeman movies because he's such a great guy. Mm-hmm. You know, his his turn as as Watson in the Sherlock TV series at BBC, his turn as the 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 the, the supporting character, the general in the the Avengers movies in Black Panther. And if um, you've ever seen the British version of The Office, he plays the main character. He plays Tim, which is the uh, British version of Jim. If you watch the American, okay, version. Mm-hmm. and he's fantastic as Tim. I love Martin Freeman. I really do. Yeah. I think he's a fantastic dude. I would love to see him as the Doctor someday. You know, yeah, that you would go. be amazing. Um, but yeah, it's just he keeps 
getting stuck in these um really kind of I mean it seemed like it's a I mean I love the Hobbit. I mean it should it should it should have been a great movie when I heard three movies out I'm like what the heck is going on? Yeah, what are they doing? You know, it could have been one. I mean, you could have maybe stretched it into two if you're really, but three. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's what it's like yeah. five hours or I don't know five five hundred minutes or something like that of of the Hobbit for yeah. a book which is shorter than one of the the you know the, the trilogy there, the Lord of the Rings. So yeah. it's, the Battle uh, of Five Armies did not need to exist at all. It, it was it, it took it wasn't that long in the books. No. It was like three pages of notes. And they yeah, you know, it's like two and a half, three hour movie from two and a half pages of notes. You know, and it's just it, it's just too long. Yeah. I mean, I this is from somebody who sat in the theater for like a whole day watching the three, you know, the Lord of the Rings extended editions. Right. You know, from and I thought, you know, the Hobbit was just too long because there wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if they supposed to spend that long on one battle type of thing, or you know, kind of, it's just all right. You're stretching it out. You you know, it's. We we know you get, can create these great visuals, but you're just stretching out the story just far too long. Right. You know, so it's not that uh, the story was bad. It was just that he, it's just, that they, it's just stretched out and, you know, just cut out like a ton of it and make a short movie and you got a, you got a winner there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's really valid. And I think, I mean, we may have talked about that a little bit during a uh, one of our earlier podcasts, like back in season one kind of things. I know we talked up, we did like these foundational early chats about a lot of different things that we liked, all the basic stuff. Mm-hmm. So we might have covered that a bit, but I would like to go back and talk about that again sometime. Yeah. I, you know what I want to do? One of these days, I want to tra- I want to track down the actual appendices that led to the Battle of Five Armies movie, and I want to read it. And I want to see what the <laughs> I want to see how the information is there. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I I love the books. I mean, I I I love some of the movie. You know, some of the movie is just watching it all. It's just a lot. My, my daughter was telling me one of her favorite moments as a kid. We were having this discussion a little while ago. One of her favorite memories as as a little child was me reading her and her brother, The Hobbit, before mm. bed. I would read a couple, you know, some pages every so often, mm-hmm. then tuck them in, and boom, that was it. Yeah, and, uh, and that was one of her favorite things. I mean, The Hobbit was kind of a kid's book, so yeah. So you know, yeah. He wrote he wrote the Hobbit before he wrote Lord of the Rings, didn't he? Yes, yeah. Because I don't remember, I don't remember if he went back and then told the Hobbit after the fact, but I think he no, was, that, that was the first one. I think. Okay, so prequel was not a thing until George Lucas did it. Right. Right. <laughs> so I mean, the Lord of the Rings was was a better epic story. I right. mean, for I mean that was a, a great epic story, and I think he just wanted back to do Hobbit because he wanted to do. I mean, because he loved. I mean, helps the stories, but it just. He said going into three movies, and and if he would have done it first, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have been able to do three movies for The Hobbit. Yeah. So it almost would have been better if he would have done The, the Hobbit first. But it, yeah. again, Lord of the Rings is more of an epic story, so that's how he got that one done first. Right. So, I mean, look at it this way. If you look at it from a gamer's angle, right? The Hobbit is when all the characters are first and second level. Lord of the Rings is when they're in the 10th, 11th, 12th region. So yep. <laughs> yeah. You bring it on the big stuff now at that point. Go save yes. the world. Very cool. All right. Oh, Tanya, fabulous. Yes. Your turn. I've just been listening. We delayed as long as possible. I know. know. I'm like, I've been searching and I'm just like, in regards to like movies or books to movies, things like that. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I haven't read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy yet. So, and I haven't seen it yet. That makes me happy. And I haven't seen the movie. So I don't Mm -hmm. have anything to compare there. Um, 
I guess I just didn't really delve deep enough into the Harry Potter books after just reading them to enjoy them to see the glaring uh, inaccuracies or differences in the movies type thing. Or I just at the point didn't care uh, right. type thing. So I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, so just in general, I'm like, some of the dis- disappointments that I've had is... Um, I was playing certain different video games. Um, the one video game that we had was um, uh, Divine Divinity, I think was one of the games. It was kind of like a um, Sacred, Sacred 2, Sacred Destiny, whatever type thing. It's it's like a um, like a similar to World of Warcraft Diablo okay. type game. And um, <clears throat> we found there was a glitch or a problem in the in the game that kind of disappointed us to the point like if you ran off a certain way you got yourself stuck in this battle with like a vampire or whatever and no amount of running away from that vampire you know like if in world of warcraft or whatever if you kind of if you run out of, out of distance it leaves you alone dis- after right. a while yeah. Not not for this game. It would track you down back oh, to boy. your starting point. Oh my and god! Like you're running and running and running and running and running, and that was you like just pissed off a Terminator. <laughs> so we don't know if that was like a glitch in the game, or or because then there were some things that you just couldn't get past to get into like the next area of the game, and no ma- matter what amount that you could figure it out. So mm-hmm. I think that was like one thing that disappointed about us about that game but i think um i'm i'm just trying to to figure out truly was i oh okay type thing Mm -hmm. i I think i'm more disappointed when like a series ends and that they're not going to make any more because i've enjoyed the storyline so far even if it's gone off the rails a little bit just like us yeah Um, and and then come back on i i think that's what i kind of try to see the the enjoyment in everything and not necessarily be super hyper critical in, in that. I, th- I think you brought up a whole aspect of the topic that we didn't consider. And we came up with the ideas, the ending of series, like I, the yeah. end of game of Thrones, the end of how I met your mother. Firefly. The en- That's why I the said end of what, firefly. You know, saying, we can just-, just talk about disappointments. Yeah. Not, 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 not that it was a disappointing adaptation from one to another. I'm like, can we just talk about things that, disappointed us like i watched the season slash series finale of agents of shield the other day mm-hmm. and granted they have really gone off the rails going every which way and things like that and and alternate timelines and multiverses and this that and the other thing right. but they like kind of like kind of kind of had a tidy bow wrapped in as as the finale type thing mm-hmm. i was just like oh but it, it leaves it open enough that you could pick up any one of those little parts of the the groups that have splintered off and do a series run of that type thing. So I, I don't know, but yeah, I was a little disappointed. I was just sad that that was ending. But that's that's a interesting use of the disappointment. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, and then, I was saying in regards to disappointment mm-hmm. topic in games. Mm-hmm. We have this game in our house called Play Nine. It's a card game. It's, it has to do with golf, and you, the option is the uh, the um, what's the the um, 
object is to score the lowest score at the end of nine rounds of playing the hand. And they've mm-hmm. got like low cards, like zero, one, two, three, whatever. And then they have super high cards, like 12. And then they have a couple negative, negative five cards. So you match, if you can match cards up and down, like a nine and a nine, one above the other, it counts as zero and cancels each other out. Mm-hmm. So we've been playing this game probably. Tyler might have been nine or ten. So we've been playing this card game's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. So now the the disappointing part is if we happen to um, pick up a card and switch it with one of the cards that's placed down, it kills us when we flip over a negative five that goes to the next person because we wanted that type thing. So it's a oh yeah. <laughs> that, that type of thing so in our house we play every sunday so we're probably going to play around 11 o'clock when my parents show up um there's a uh, one spot in the house that my dad always usually sits at on the bench next to nene her spot so last week um tyler and, the, and Riker were playing basketball outside with my parents they finished playing up tyler goes oh is it time for play nine we're like, sure. He takes off for the house. Like, really, really fast. We're like, what the hell's going on? He takes off, runs in the house, whatever. I come in to get the cards and start shuffling. Isn't his flip-flop on the bench where my dad normally sits? Okay. Because my dad usually wins. <laughs> so, therefore, we were going to put, like, the caution tape over the six-feet um, social distancing on that spot because no mm. one could sit there. Because my dad always sits there. <laughs> so that was the whole thing. And the, so Tyler comes running in and I'm like, what the hell? And so my dad had to take a different th- different chair. And don't you know, my dad lost. And nice. he had the highest score. You had the, 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 ju- the chair, the chair, chi, the chair. Ju- yeah, ju- it was and because he's won every single time he sat there. So it's and disappointing because you suck at the game is basically what you're saying. And it's a matter, it, it's a total luck of the draw and strategic for the cards because it could change any hand whatsoever. You could be, uh-huh. oh, I have a four, I have a four, I'm, I'm earning four points this one. And then all of a sudden, bam, get hit with 30. You're like, what the hell happened? Because someone else was able to go out and then you have to flip over all your cards. But it it's so fun to play, but the it, for the longest time, trying to deal with the disappointment on both of my kids when they flipped over a negative five and had to give it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. They're just like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm out of here type thing because they didn't have the maturity level yet to understand it, it's okay. It's just a game. So it was like, so Tyler would get to the point where he would have a zero where he would let the zero fly and, and draw and, and discard a zero just so he could flip over most of his cards so he mm-hmm. would give away that negative five. That yeah. was his mindset for the longest time. And now we're past that. But it, it's the funniest thing to watch. But yes, there's a lot of disappointment in regards to playing that game, especially in my house. It's cutthroat. That's funny. Speaking of games, when I, I thought of this, I, isn't there some a version of Dungeons and Dragons that you guys don't consider as good as the other versions. And I know Fourth I'm edition. saying this wrong, but no, you're yeah, you're right, Billy. There yeah. is. Um, so was that disappointing when you started playing and realized this isn't the game I wanted it. it to be? Oh, okay. I, I, it was so bad that I never got around to actually playing it. When, when fourth edition came out, 
Um, I bought the player's handbook, even though people were already like the veteran gamers were already like, like um, don't do it. Yeah, this is not good. But I bought it just because out of curiosity, and also like you, completist. I'm a completist, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I have a shelf in my my office here that has you know first, second, third, fourth, and now fifth edition player's handbook sitting in a nice little neat little row. Um, and then when I started flipping through it and started reading it and started talking about it with other people, it's like no. No, this just it, it made things too homogenized. There was no more, there was no like this person had a particular role and this person had a particular role. To have really good teams, you have to make sure that you're balancing and you know, and, and everyone could do what everyone else could. Yeah, it was it was like basically just flavor. Everybody could do the same thing. It's just like, well, the, the warrior attacks with a sword, well, the mage does this, well, the cleric does this. It's all the same thing, just it was described differently. And I just started getting the impression of like, look, this is like an online MMO for tabletop. So if I want to play an MMO, I'll just fire up World of Warcraft. And then it's, it was just lame. In my and, and, that, and that's what like bothered me about just different groups of uh, people when we were gaming. Because mm-hmm. uh, I know before you joined, you and Scott joined us for like um, Star Wars, um, our, our friend, I think Matt Dixon or whatever. It was Bob, myself, Sean, Randy, or whatever. We were playing um, Star Wars, and Bob was known for creating a character. They could do everything else that everyone else's character could do. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of, I'm like, well, why did I play a scoundrel that was a pilot? If you're a better pilot than I am, and you're um, a scout type thing. I'm like, why yeah. am I here? It's just like sometimes I'm like, why am I here? Yeah. And, Everybody and, should have a job and a specialty. It's it's okay when somebody has the ability to help out, but it's one thing when you try to be the best at everything and then it becomes just great. And, and fourth edition allows everybody to be effort. good at everything. You know, yeah. you start soloing stuff. It's like, well, why do you even need a party? It's, this is not a social mm-hmm. game anymore that way. So, I mean, it was just, I had issues with that. And so you bring up a valid point there, Billy. So, yes. So there's a lot of things out there we're disappointed in. And, you know, what we're going to talk about is next week, I think a great topic will be things that were pleasantly surprising and or they were spot on and we were just so satisfied with. I think that's that's a good way to we'll, we'll balance this week off next week. <laughs> so, But let's take a quick break because we've got a really good question of the week coming up. We picked it ahead of time accidentally kind of on the fly and I'm really looking forward to it. So I want to take a quick break so we can jump into our question of the week. are back ladies and gentlemen boys and girls dudes and dudettes uh if there's anything that you guys think about from the conversation we just had feel free to add that to the threads you know either on twitter or facebook get that conversation going we'd love to to hear what you have to think about what may have not hit the mark or what you may uh be wanting to talk about in the future now we're going to jump into our question of the week and who found it was dan did you find it yes i did yes okay so read it off what two films would you like to combine into one? That would be like so do the ultimate mashup. Yes. Cool. Yes. Now my brain is immediately went to weirder is better, of course, because that's me. Um, but Billy, what did you come up with? Okay, my thing is because they're both good guys versus bad. Well, two sides fighting. It's West mm-hmm. Side Story and Star Wars. The Jets and the Sharks are the Rebels and and. Oh my God. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the empire 
I once <laughs> met a girl named <laughs> Leah. Exactly. <laughs> I, 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 I missed it. West Side Story in Star Wars. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I need a musical version of Star Wars with dancing know. Luke and Yoda. Oh my God, that's fantastic. So start writing it and we'll pitch the idea to um, Disney. Because we couldn't do it anyone couldn't do it anywhere else. I mean, there there is that GIF, GIF, whatever, with the dancing stormtrooper. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. ever seen it. So, yep. Yep. yeah, dancing stormtroopers all over the place. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's part of the, the Star Wars exhibit at, at Disney. They they did have you know music if and you're dance. A Sith, you're a Sith now for life. <laughs> That's excellent. We're on I'm already way. off and running on it. I'm we're, already off and running on it, Billy. <laughs> we're going to be billionaires if we can get George Lucas and Disney to give us the Star Wars rights. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> Every so often, my, my, I, I come up with something that even makes me scared of how my mind works. I'm just going to throw mm-hmm. that out. We hire Weird Al to write the music. There it is! Oh! <laughs> Oh my Yoda! Oh, long time ago. Yoda. Yeah, he gets to use Yoda the and the uh, the saga begins uh, yeah. in in the movie. Yep. Dear yep. Lord, that's that is awesome. That's perfection right there. <laughs> I can only come up with second place to that one today. That's it. I'm only coming up with second place. Now I know Tanya's having an issue with trying to come up with a good combination. I've suggested a couple to Dan. I know he's having an issue. So. I'm usually waited. For, I usually wait for last, but I'm going to go now because I have an honorable mention list that's like six different items long now at this point, and then I will culminate with my eventual suggestion. But right off the top of my head, I'm going to suggest um, Star Trek Five, uh, the Final Frontier, or is it? Was it the Final Frontier? Is that that one? Star Trek Five, the really lame one that Shatner directed. I think it's the Final Frontier, yeah. Okay, which or or even better, we'll go to Star Trek One, the motionless picture. And we'll combine that with 2001 A Space Odyssey. So amazing visuals, art piece, but boring as all damn hell. <laughs> okay. The most boring movie ever. The most Coming boring to you. Feel free to take a nap. <laughs> um, okay, so my other ones. I was trying to remember the, 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 the full name of the Of Mars movie, which came out to be John Carter of Mars that came out recently, the big budget movie that flopped so badly. And in the process of trying to remember that movie, because I wanted to combine it with something else, but then I, re- I called it John Connor of Mars. And that's when I'm like, oh my God, yes, Terminator. Just add the Terminator to this movie and it'll be that much better. So there's uh, so Star Trek 1 in 2001 Space Odyssey, John Connor of Mars. My next combination, we will take Twilight and we will merge it with Blade. Nice. <laughs> Weren't we always trying to do that anyway? What's that? Weren't we trying to do that anyway? So I'm uh, telling you, halfway into the movie, Edward uh, Buffy comes out of nowhere and spikes Edward. End of movie. Roll the credits. I'm I'm good with that. <laughs> um, another one on my honorable mention list: The Breakfast Club and Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I think that would be the ultimate like '80s teen movie. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> <laughs> that one would be in your face, teen angst the entire show. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, and then I started coming up a little bit more seriously. My the last of my honorable mentions is Lord of the Rings and Monty Python's The Holy Grail. <laughs> I like Come it. on, I like it. That's good. But my last, but my actual pick. My actual, my actual suggestion for this particular topic, uh, we will take Marvel's The Avengers. And the Muppets? The Mystery Men. Oh, boy. Hmm. I want to see, see Hawkeye and the Spleen. 
fighting in the same scene. The bowler. Black Widow and the bowler fighting side by side. <laughs> oh, it's uh. you, the baby bowler? Come on. And come on. Loki teamed up with the Disco Boys? This is just this is gold. This is comedy gold, people. I'm in. <laughs> okay, I got a couple. All right, fire away, Tanya. Guardians of the Galaxy Quest. Oh, nice! Oh, <laughs> oh my God, yes. Uh, um, how about Freaky Friday and Friday the Thirteenth? Okay, Freaky Friday the Thirteenth. I like that. That's got some merit. So uh, I, I'm trying to figure out the plot of Freaky Friday the Thirteenth. Do, do Jason and the Jason team and Jamie Lee Curtis switch team? Would they switch yeah. bodies? Jamie Lee Curtis and, and uh, Jason. So the camper is chasing the guy with the hockey mask. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Clash of the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> Paint me like your Medusa, Jack. Um, the and, then the ne- Kraken, and then the Kraken comes out and sinks the Titanic. Um, there was another one. It was called Jawa. Jawa? Yeah. Uh, oh, instead uh, of Jaws? Oh, Jaws. Uh, Jaws in, uh, in Star Wars. Okay. Called Jawa. <laughs> hey, John Williams still does the score. <laughs> um. Let's see. Um, the Silence of the Rings. So Silence of the oh, Lambs, geez. Lord of the Rings. Yep. <laughs> Fellowship of the Ring. Yep. So, so where does one. where does uh, Hannibal? I don't Lecter... know. But I don't know. Well, Hannibal Lecter eats it... Sauron. I don't know. No, I think <laughs> it is. Um, eats bits on the way over. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's um movie mashup ideas on Google for images. Okay. Oh, so I'm. I, these are not my original ones. <laughs> I cannot. Um, I cannot um, take credit for those. But I did really like my um, Talladega Nights and Cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be funny. So Lightning McQueen versus Ricky Bobby, and the and and Will Ferrell is actually the car instead of just the actor. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there was another one that I saw. It was Reservoir Turtles. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja movie made by Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Uh, oh, it, that's frightening. It was something about the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are fighting for the side of good and pizza, and then the people for the Reservoir Dogs uh, are bad and they're fighting for diamonds. So something about a diamond shell, something or other. Uh, they were. <laughs> I just think a whole new connotation to Mr. Orange, Mr. Purple, Mr. Red, and Mr. Blue. Okay, so the mashup. The turtles have switched sides. No, not like that. In this reimagined mash, they're a band of criminals dealing with the aftermath of a botched job. So, thankfully, Splinter is on hand to dole out advice. That's amazing. That is amazing. I like that one. So, Danny, you're on the spot now. You got anything? I got nothing. I'm going back to what you said on Bray, Coast Encounters of the Third County, and kind of an elf. (laughs) I can't remember what Richard Dreyfus's character's name was, but hey, Richard, come on over and give me a hook for the old elfer. <laughs> That's a nice piece of music right there. I like it's that. A, a dramatic movie for the, the start, and then suddenly they meet the alien, and it's it's elf. It's elf. <laughs> yeah, instead of instead of the uh, you know the, the <laughs> traditional grays that we're so used to seeing in, in yeah. all the sci-fi, the elf comes bounding down the ramp. <laughs> That is hysterical. That is, I love that combination. 
That is funny. What's some, what's some other good ones we can I can brainstorm up here? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's let me look around. Is my, there a my, horror my, movie we can combine with toys to get like a toy version of the slash? Chucky. The Chucky. Yeah, Child's there you have. Play. There was um, it was horror, but there was um, toys in the hood. Toys in the hood. Toys in the hood. Okay. Um, um, Bridges of Madison County and Stephen King's The Firestarter. Hmm. Little Drew Barrymore yeah. burning down the bridges burning of Madison County. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, the Natural and RoboCop. That would <laughs> make it much better. I'm one of the few people that hate The Natural. It's My t- mom was an extra in The Natural. Really? really? Oh, really? Parts really? of it were filmed in Batavia, right? Uh, yes. So. Either Batavia. Tavia or Buffalo? I did not. Or maybe know both. Yeah, yeah, my mom and my aunt were in the um, the crowd uh, scene, the baseball stadium mm-hmm. at the end. Hmm. Yep. That's cool. somewhere. Um, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. See, I, planes, I, trains, automobiles, and help me here. Snowpiercer. Sled dogs. Sled dogs. Um. <laughs> oh. Planes, trains, and automobiles, and murder on the Orient Express. Oh God! <laughs> on that note, uh, let's have our listeners kind of give up their favorite mashup. I want to hear what James Irish comes up with. I want to oh, hear yeah. what John Byrne comes John up with. John P. He'll probably have some good ones, and even Elizabeth Bill. Rice will probably have a couple of good ideas on top of her head too. Oh, she she will definitely be mashing up some uh, Disney Ducktales and something. yeah. Doctor Who and yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm waiting for her. Ooh, there's a good one. We mash up Mulan. And Hero, the Jet Li piece. Oh. That would be badass. All right. So I, I think we're going to be off the rails. Well, no, I mean, we live off the rails. And off the rails. Yeah, yeah. I mean, getting off the rails. We run out of things to talk <laughs> about at the moment. Let's, let's put it that way. So I, I guess that's a wrap. So this is where I go, hey, Dan. Hey, Chris. Hey, Dan. Hey, Chris. Hit it. Because this has been... Mighty Monkeys Monkey Business, a product of the Mighty Monkey Company, a purveyor and producer of the Flower City Comic Con. Coming at you like a spider monkey, April 24th and 25th, 2021, at the Total Sports Experience in Gates. Follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, follow us wherever we go, and we will lead you to where the entertainment is. Everybody have a great week, have a safe week, and we will talk to you again next week. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> every time.